Hello friends, before we get started on this next amazing episode, I just wanted to give a short shout out to our team at MetalCloak, the group that makes this podcast possible. From engineering to production, from marketing to sales, from accounting to HR, every member of the MetalCloak family works diligently every day to bring some of the world's best products to the off-road enthusiast. Designed, engineered, proven, MetalCloak. That is not just a clever cadence written by me, but a true statement of what we do every day and why we truly appreciate each and every one of you. If you are looking for something for your Jeep, Ram, Bronco, or Toyota, give us a try. We are here to help. And now, on to another amazing episode of the Modern Jeeper Show. I go hang out on a yacht. Go, on fishing. go hang out on a yacht. I don't know about fishing. I was just going to hang out on a yacht. This is what we're talking about. Like we're talking about. We're not talking about a fishing boat. We're talking about a luxury yacht. The Modern Jeeper Show, the show about Jeeps, Jeeping, and Jeepers. Hello, Modern Jeepers. Matt's with Medical Care, and welcome to episode number 50 of the Modern Jeeper Show, the show about Jeeps, Jeeping, and Jeepers. This week, as Mr. Modern Jeeper Corey Osborne and rock star Jeep girl Jesse Greenland are transversing their way to the King of the Hammers, they pulled over somewhere in Nevada so we could record this quickie episode. As is usual for a random episode of the Modern Jeeper Show, the topics are all over the spectrum, from why this podcast is therapy for us, the new graphics on the CTI Tour Truck, the special reason the CTI trailer is going to be at KOH, it's not what you think. What it means to be a professional. Our secret weapon racers can't resist. Camping among the Joshua trees of Death Valley. Tierra del Sol's new location. Fishing on a yacht. Monsters concert stage. The Beyond Burger. And my personal vegan rant. We forego this week's Tech Tip of the Week and discuss the cool article Jesse posted at ModernJeeper.com about installing a new battery in her 2009 JK. Check it out. By the way, do you want to join us for an unforgettable adventure in 2020? Check out ModernJeeperAdventures.com. Beautiful locations, awesome wheeling, and lifelong friends. And remember to check out the show notes at ModernJeeperShow.com for helpful links to the places, people, and things we mention in the show. As always, we are extremely grateful to our supporters, including Warren Winches, Raceline Wheels, Best Top, Milestar Tires, Rugged Radios, KMS Adventure Racks, and of course, Metal Cloak. So, sit back, relax with the cold one, and enjoy episode number 50 of the Modern Jeeper Show. Well, hey, Modern Jeepers, it's another episode of the Modern Jeeper Show. It's me, Madsen with Metal Cloak, Mr. Modern Jeeper Corey Osborne. Hey, guys. And rock star girl, Jesse, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. It's fun having you on board now, like every time. This is cool because, you know, Corey and I, all this testosterone going around, we just, you know, we're, we're just, it, it's, it'll make us better people if you give us better right, You need some girl love in there. We do. We do. And and I think maybe our, our fans will like it too, which is pretty yeah, obvious. Yeah. Uh, they're probably tired of hearing us just go on and on all the time right we ramble about a lot of different stuff i mean come on it's almost like we've had therapy sessions on the phone <laughs> for sure well that's kind of how it started right it was like the you know these hour-long phone conversations you and i would have discussing the world it's like let's turn that into a podcast <laughs> absolutely yeah i remember when you first you know so many conversations we've had over the last 
even three, four years have been like, you know what? We talked about a lot of stuff. Maybe others would be interested in hearing what's going on in the industry. Yeah, maybe, maybe not. <laughs> maybe. Well, it turns out pretty good. And, and and it's, you know, Jesse's got her own little fan base following because, gosh, you go to our homepage, uh, modernchipper.com, and we've got, the you know, the the battery article. Um, gosh, you had like three or four articles just in the last couple of weeks, right, girl? Yeah, that was pretty interesting trying to do time-lapse video of me installing a battery and looking <laughs> pretty funny and watching myself make funny faces was really interesting. <laughs> well, that's what it's all about, though. That's what's what's fun about that. And, you know, there's a couple, there's a product review article on that same battery and you installing it in uh, in the Rockstar Jeep. I mean, that's just, um, that, that that's pretty cool. And I'm glad you did it. So there's just... It really is cool as well. And again, we have been a testosterone laden website, although we have had like we have uh, uh, Katie Mean and, and her um, her posts about traveling. But that's one thing to get out there and travel and stuff. But it's another thing to get your perspective just on doing the things like the installs and the, and the, and the getting dirty stuff. Oh, yeah, we, we got plenty dirty. <laughs> Changing <laughs> the uh, transmission fluid out of the back. In the filter that was interesting you know what's funny to me is how often you know we like you just said Madsen, we we do so many things and we just we don't we may, we might skip some steps i guess is my point or or we see it from a different perspective and then when we write an article and when i write an article i i see it a certain way and then it was interesting for her to to do an installation of a battery into a jk and, you know, she, she sees different things and picks up different things. And I'm guessing our readers do the, the exact same thing is they go, oh, yeah, that would have been nice if I would have known that before. And, and so, <laughs> you know, it's kind of funny to me. To, I was kind of concerned, like, man, we just did a review of this battery, but let's go uh, see a more thorough installation. And it turned out really well. Well, and that's that's kind of true. I mean, we see that as well from the medical side out there. You know, it's when when individuals buy our parts and then go and do their own insulation video, right? Just for their friends or family or whatever, and they do it. And it's kind of like, huh, you know, well, that's not exactly what the instructions say, but it sure in the heck worked and it probably was might have been right. a little bit easier, you know? Well, everybody's Jeep is different too, and we all have true. different accessories and it's everything is different. So that's right. Everything is different. And, and, you know, it's especially your rig. And, and I mean, how long have you had your rig, Jesse? Um, for four years now. Four years. And what year is it? It's an 09 JK. It's 09. You, did you build it up or was it did, when you bought it? What is it built or did you? Well, when I bought it, it had 35 inch tires on it. And of course my notorious stinger bumper, I think that's <laughs> <laughs> and it's still hanging on to dear life. Is that like um, an Oklahoma? Is that an Oklahoma now. thing? Is that an Oklahoma? Yeah, you know, the, no. the thirty-five inch tires and a massive stinger. Is that kind of like a? a <laughs> I've got the littlest tires. Everybody has the big tires now, which it'll get moved up. But you know, I put Rubicon axles underneath it with lockers and have really built it up and I knew better at doing certain things and rock crawling and everybody tried to push me. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not there yet. Um, mm. I'll get there. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, that's the thing. One step at a time, you know, it's, it's, we've, we've all been doing it. I mean, uh, you can see the evolution of spike, right? I mean, gosh, yeah, I've, I, only, I, I've only got 17 years into building it. 
So, lockers <laughs> before light bars, you know, I did that too. <laughs> oh, come on. Everybody needs a light bar. Got to have lights. Oh, I have a light bar. <laughs> but you got, but you got lights are first because without lights, you can't see what you're doing. Right. Cause it's That's cool. Right. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, our, the, for all of our fans out there, this is gonna be a quick episode. You guys are in the middle of where? We actually just pulled into Mesquite, Nevada. Um, we are on our way to King of the Hammers, uh, going out a little bit early this year to, to help some of our friends and, uh, Levi Shirley's team out there, uh, kind of just get situated a little bit earlier this year. But literally this morning, I mean, we had, we had eight inches of snow. At, at my house yesterday in Colorado, um, I had not planned to bring the CTI trailer or Golden Spike, actually, for that matter, to King of the Hammers this year. I was just going to go out in the truck and do the media thing. And literally four or five o'clock yesterday afternoon, we got the new graphics put on the truck. Uh, we have some exciting stuff coming up with with uh, another another gentleman who have we've crossed paths a number of times, but we've never been able to hook up but uh tony may with jeep nation is actually shooting um some some episodes for uh, some of his channels that'll be i, I believe those are matching up to cut this out maybe it's is it four-wheeler or is it motor trend it's motor trend right you know what they're almost all the same thing now right <laughs> <laughs> Very I mean, true. Yeah. So I think he's shooting some some episodes for Motor Trend on Demand. And uh, so literally yesterday afternoon, I decided that, yep, the CTI trailer is going. I shoveled eight inches of snow off of it and then thought, well, it's kind of silly to take an empty trailer all the way to, to Johnson Valley. Uh, Golden Spike was in no real form of readiness to go anywhere since I had not planned on on taking it so we kind of threw it together last minute and threw a bunch of stuff in the truck and uh yeah we had snow and hail <laughs> and freezing rain and rain and wind and uh it took us i don't know i think we're we're about 10 hours now into mesquite which is usually a seven hour drive wow that's that's impressive gosh i, I don't envy you you know, I'm sitting here like in, in a, in a nice sunny day here in Northern California. And, you know, we're not going down uh, to King of the Hammers. Corey's going to be down there. Of course, all of our fans we got out there and obviously he's going to be there early. So if you want to go in there before the mad rush and say hi to him and uh, check things out, please feel free to do so. Um, but <clears throat> of course I just invited a bunch of people to come inundate you, Corey. So I hope you don't mind. <laughs> That's all good. <laughs> just so but, they know the CTI trader will not be available to the public for a right. special event, but, um, I'd love to, to see anybody that, that stops out there and says hi. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you're going to be going around and, and this is kind of great for the podcast too, because it's, there's just so much content available at King of the Hammers and it's hard to, hard to really, really gather it all and you'll be so busy, but you're going to be gathering up some interviews and all kinds of stuff that we can talk about for the next few months. Well, remember our, our most popular podcast that we ever did. And of course you and I, we were, we were pre pre-sessionals. We were newbies essentially. And right. we had, we had Kevin and Brittany from Lightbright, and we recorded this, 
I used my laptop and we were sitting in, in the middle of the media tent and it was super loud. Um, and that's one been one of our most played podcasts. Well, that was like number three or four, wasn't it? That was yeah, Something we were, like that. We were total noobs. I mean, we were like, yeah, we, we didn't know <clears> what <throat> it was going to be like. Does that mean that we're professionals now? We're remember we're pre professionals. Professional, pre that's right. Professional, that's our new word. Professionals. <laughs> you, you get, come on, Jesse. You get to hang out with some a couple of professionals. That's pretty special. I know it's pretty cool. I mean, <laughs> even to be at the hammers and listen to the engines on a podcast go by at the starting line, it's pretty cool. I, yeah, that was that that was kind of awesome. You get that occasionally, where it was it was just a down moment where enough where the 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 microphone would actually then focus on the ambient noise behind, and all of a sudden you get the the starting line take off. That'd be great. But so you guys got to You got to go out there and capture a bunch of of so just just get your recording go around even even on on race day when they go and they start out um just capture that audio we can just share it with people because you know oh, it's still yeah. it still is exciting well you know it's funny for me to go out there because I've, I've been going to hammers for a number of years and i know a lot of the racers and and jesse this year to have some additional help she's got a whole list of questions that she she'd like to ask some of the racers and it's weird. They're more apt to talk to her than me. I don't get it. That's funny. <laughs> well, we could talk about one. that, but there's, we'll have to go back into history and uh, yeah. bring out some books about anatomy and some other things. And then maybe we can all understand why <laughs> Mr. Corey Osborne. It's just not right. It's just not right. <laughs> well, you, you want, you're going to yell discrimination now? Huh? Huh? <laughs> So it's it, well, you know, it is cool. You get to go out there, and and that'll be great because maybe she'll actually capture some great interviews. Uh, Jesse, get out there and do it, and 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 prove that really the two of us we're has beens. We may be professionals, but you know, I, I probably should just retire and hang up my hat after the first year and let you guys take over. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. I, I think that um, what is it? It's that struggle for relevancy. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Said no politician ever. Mm. Right, right. Oh, let's not talk politics. That's a whole nother game and ball of wax. Yeah, I will have, be though. Let's whole, go ahead. We have a whole bunch of stuff coming up. Like this whole next, I don't know, half of the year that we're looking at on our calendar is going to be super busy. We've got a lot of really big events, a lot of new events. Um, it's going to be kind of fun. It's going to be a hundred miles an hour. Of course, we wouldn't do it any other way. Uh, but I think that with, with the upcoming guests we have on the podcast, with the events that we have coming up, of course, our next large event is going to be Easter Jeep Safari. But before that, we have a private event. Well, it's not really private. It's open to the public in Death Valley. Mm, yes. We have uh, the back-to-back -back runs in Death Valley right after TDS, uh, which is TDS is going to be interesting this year because it's in a different location. Um, they're they're right. doing yes, yeah, so you probably you'll, I'm sure you'll see uh, Big Wayne down there um, at KOH. Yeah. I know he's going to be there, and uh, we're in discussions with them with TDS right now on on everything we want to do because it's always popular having the CTI trailer there, but it's a different location because really they're just having to redevelop things to to survive better as an overall event which i think is good you got to change things up you either change or you die right that's um, right 
so then we got our our two amazing uh back to back death valley trips which are just going to be phenomenal i'm really looking forward to that because the the first night you know last year we did three different basic campgrounds the first night is actually going to be true overlanding i mean anybody really wants to test their overlanding metal uh this is the trip because we're going to be camping in the middle of the joshua trees i mean there's not going to be nothing near us there's not going to be a road we're going to be out in the middle of no place with these awesome joshua trees around and the sky is going to be just flipping incredible so I'm, I'm bringing my telescope. I have a little portable telescope. I'm going to bring my telescope just so I can get an eye, you know, take a look at some of the, some of the stuff up in the sky and look at these stars and stuff. It's just, it's going to be an incredible event. Well, I'm thinking now I should stop by in Sacramento and maybe bring your RV. <laughs> yeah, thanks. <laughs> we could lay on top of the RV and watch the stars. Right, right. right. Uh-huh. Well, you know, and that's all that. Yeah. Tell you what. I'm going to have the RV. RV is going to be parked, though. You know, I'm taking the Jeep. I'm actually putting, you know, everybody knows about the Cargo Master Safari. I think, well, I'm putting on a rack on my rig, but I'm not doing the usual pro rack. I, I decided I didn't want that. I'm going with the low-profile modular rack on mine, which has the, has the front bar, has the front handlebar, light bar system, which also has the catwalk on it. Um, and then it has a couple of other rails coming back, spreader rails. But then, and this is where sometimes people say, well, why are you doing that? But it has the low profile modular uh, rack that actually bolts through the hardtop um, oh. and into the bar. Now, I, it's pretty cool. I, I like that design. And since I rarely take the hardtop off anyway, it's not that big of a deal for me. Um, but it has the ability to hold the weight. If you wanted to put a tent, which I'm not going to, I'm going to put one of these, I'm doing like one of the ARB side, uh, awning style, uh, tents, but, um, it has that ability to hold the tent and hold other stuff. You put some cargo up there. Um, and you still get the, the, uh, you know, the freedom panels off and, and, uh, enjoy that part of it, but it's just kind of a cool thing. So I'm putting that on my rig. That way I don't have the big bar in the rear and I don't have the big bars up top, but I, I wanted to do that. So I can still rock crawl, still have some clearance there and just have this, this cool rack on top. Um, well, I think that's a great option. I mean, the fact that it's kind of, you can, you can modify that system to kind of make it what you want. And, you know, a lot of people don't want to get up and sleep on top of their Jeep and to have that, the, the tent off to the side with an awning kind of system. I like that too. Yeah, ARB has a great one. You know, I'm I'm trying to don't have it yet in my possession. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta I gotta talk to them and say, hey, uh, yeah, you know, I feel like I'm I'm reaching out to people for support and sponsorship, just like uh, like guys reach out to us. Um, the modern Jeep. Hey, do, hey, Corey, do you have any pool? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you, you have any friends over there at ARB? <laughs> well, you know me, I'm a, I'm a a overlander. I am not so. I, this is going to be, I'm, I'm, this is a whole learning experience for me. And I'm hoping that there's some guys on the trips that can kind of help me out because literally uh, I've got, you know, we've got some sleeping bags and a tent. Well, and, and Jesse's come along, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So are you, do you are, what are you doing? You're bringing the LJ? You're bringing Golden Spike? Yep. Yep. yep bring, bring the LJ. Well, cool, man. I, you know, that that's all you really need, though. You, you, I mean, the thing about the Death Valley trip is it's because it's an overlanding trip. You know, it's you, you bring your own food. 
So you got your bring your own food, bring your own coffee, bring your tent, bring your sleeping bag, bring your your all weather gear because you never know what it's going to be like in Death Valley. You know, literally sure. last year, the week before, it was in the twenties every night, and then the week of that we did our event, it was beautiful. I mean, I actually brought more clothes than I needed because it was such a beautiful uh, time. So, knock on wood. There's no tarantulas. No, <laughs> I'm out. I'll, I, I've, I, I'll make sure that, that the tarantulas understand that they got to keep away. So we just, I'll, I'll put that word out there. Um, besides, I think, I think, uh, I think Dell is a tarantula talker. I think he can like, you know, whisper a tarantula whisper, keep them away. Oh, that's good. There you go. <laughs> we literally had no problems whatsoever in all the places we were with any type of, of wildlife issues and, um, and there's just some beautiful, cool things to see. There's a, there is a goldfish pond in the middle of no place. You can imagine there is a, there's a, there's a story. You'll have to hear the story from them. So I'm not going to tell it now, but there's a place where there was an old mine and you go driving down that road. And then there's this little, like, almost like an oasis. Like you think, you think of an oasis in the middle of the Sahara desert. It's the same thing. It's it's all rocky and and dry, and then there's this little section where there's there's water and there's a tree and some bushes around it. But if you go there, there's actually goldfish in it, and um, and the there's a whole story again. You'll have to hear it from from Dell and from uh, uh, from Tom. But the 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 way that those goldfish ended up there, and they've been there for a very long time. So it's it's just it's very cool. Uh, and, and just understanding the history of what Death Valley is, it's just amazing because you, you hear about all these different things and, and yeah, you know, there's been mining and all that kind of stuff, but there's so much more that Death Valley has contributed to the, to the folklore of California, uh, and of the West. Well, I'm excited. I think it'll be, I think it'll be a great trip and, and, uh, definitely something to, to put your, get your feet a little bit wet in something that's, um, I don't know how to put it. Not his, so historical yet. It's an adventure um, into the overlanding side of what we do with our rigs. So I think it'll be cool. Absolutely. Ghost towns and all kinds of cool stuff to see. Oh yeah, you'll see the ghost towns. Well, that's the first day is Saragordo. Saragordo. Saragordo is a is a famous mine, um, but it's up, up, up. I mean, you go in, you got to do some climbing and, 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 it, and it, and it's interesting. Cause I figured, ah, overlanding, overlanding, you're just a lot of flat roading and stuff. No, there are some places you got to pay attention to how you use your rig. Uh, and you've got to make sure you've got a rig that can candle some things. Um, and so it's, uh, it, it is cool. Cause you get to go do some stuff that is, is not necessarily doing the Rubicon, but you're still going, Oh, Oh yeah. I have to pay attention. I actually have to like, be a little bit more technical here than I thought. Cool. Yeah. So it'd be a lot of fun. And it also means that there are some places you're going that other people don't go simply because they don't have the capability that we have with our rigs to go pretty much anywhere we want. Sure. Sure. No, that makes sense. But that's not anyway. So we got death Valley going on and then we've got, Oh gosh, what's up? Yeah. Like I said, after death Valley, you've got more events. I don't even have my calendar updated. I'm looking at the wall going, usually this is where I would look up the wall and go, Okay, and the next event is, but it's totally blank. So there's nothing. <laughs> I, I think I think after Death Valley, we've got a little bit of a break, but then Easter Jeep Safari comes up, mm. and then we're we are 100 miles an hour. Right, right. Easter Jeep Safari, uh, Jeep Beach, 
then um, a Mayday Miami. I mean, that's yeah, going to be Mayday cool. Miami after that. That's so right. my plan. So, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I'm not going to be at uh, Jeep Beach this year. I don't know who which one of my team. I think I think John's doing. I think he chose Jeep Beach this year. Uh, he was going to go last year with you, but uh, but he couldn't. So Will came out. So I think he's doing Jeep Beach. But I am flying out for Mayday Miami. Um, yes. so that'll be cool. And I have a buddy up there in, in Fort Lauderdale who, uh, charters, um, yachts. And he, he, he said, Hey, maybe we can get together and do something. So we might do the Mayday in Miami on, on uh, Saturday and go hang out on a so yacht. On go, fishing. go hang out on a yacht. I don't know about fishing. I was what? just going to hang out on a yacht. This is what we're talking what? about. Like, we're talking about, we're not talking about a fishing boat. We're talking about a luxury yacht. Well, either way, <laughs> uh, either way but uh maybe fishing for something other than i don't know <laughs> we're gonna hang out a cold beer yeah so well that's cool now now what's your plan at koh getting back to what's happening now you you're, you've got um and is the schedule is really different like they're not doing the the motorcycle races right because that's that's they out. are they, they are, are. Doing the motorcycle race but it's on saturday it's on After. saturday okay after the King of the Hammers formal big 4,400 class race on Friday. Oh, wait. So the, the motorcycle races are on the following Saturday. Yes. Okay. So now, now they didn't do them last year, did they? Or did they, or was. I, I think that's right. I think that they, they, they did not have them. Um, and they, so they were popular enough that they're bringing them back. It sounds like. I, I guess so. And, and I'm not sure what the thinking was to have them the Saturday following um, the big race. But, um, you know, usually we, once the big race is gone, people tend to, to bail. Right. Um, but I think those, there's going to be some people sticking around for sure. They're estimating 60,000 people on the lake bed this year. Wow. 60,000 people on the lake bed. You have, um, there's concerts going on. I understand that that monster uh, is, has put a big giant stage up this year, as opposed to the small stage that I've even stood on as an announcer and, they got the big stage and that there's going to be like concerts happening or something. Yeah. I think like uh, maybe three of the nights and you know, there one thing about this event and, and Dave and his team have done a really good job. It is still a race. And so there won't be concerts, you know, the night before the big races, like with the 4,400 class going off early on Friday morning, there's no live band and huge late night, you know, concert going on the <laughs> night before the big race. Really? You mean, yeah, weird. I, it's, I mean, it's not like you're, usually you're up all night anyway, working in your car, so. <laughs> right. Well, and, it's not like you guys need to sleep. The, the spectators, I mean, they, they, I don't think they'd have a problem with it, but. <laughs> well, it's going to be interesting to see. There's some great, uh, you know, are there any, is there anybody bringing a new car this year? Um, you know, last year there's a quite, there were quite a few new cars kind of popping up and I don't know. Oh, I haven't, I, any, I haven't been scuttlebutt about any of the big guys bringing a new car. Um, I, I, I Kevin Stearns is, he sold his old rig and built a new one this year for sure. Well, I and think Wayland, Wayland's car's new this year. Oh, that's right. That's um, right. Okay. I totally forgot about that. Wayland's car's new. It's hard to keep track. Yeah, Brian Crofts just finished. They just finished building his car as well. I think there's going to be a lot of new cars. And again, that that 4400 class race that is not a, a, a cheap uh, entry level style mm -hmm. race, as you know. So mm -hmm. those cars, you know, we're talking about quarter million dollar cars. When we talked with Jason Shearer, 
uh, after he won last year's and is and is the the new king. Um, you know, he I, I can't recall exactly the number, but I I seem to recall three hundred thousand dollars a year was his racing budget. And that's for the one basic race he races because he doesn't really race any other races, <laughs> right. right? So that's pretty incredible. Now, bringing up Jason, I'm going to bring up something else because uh, for all of our fans out there, it's it's kind of interesting. Jason inspired me last year when we interviewed him and we talked about his 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 plant based diet. Uh, you know, right. for all the better words, a vegan diet. But I'm going to be a little. I'm going to I'm going to get on a I'm going to get on my soapbox there. That's the word I'm looking for. So I decided after I did my seven day fast at the beginning of the year, I decided to finish up the month of January as a vegetarian. So I've, that's all I've done the rest of this month. And so far it's been good. I'm doing some blood tests uh, in the next couple of days to see how my baseline changed from December to now. Then I'm going to go two months um, on a strictly plant-based diet. Now I'm not calling it vegan and I want to make very clear why. This is where I'm getting on my soapbox. More and more people refer to a plant-based diet as vegan. But when I started doing more and more research about it and understanding it more, the term vegan is, I'm going to reserve that term vegan for vegans because vegans have a much different philosophy about some things than I do. I've decided to go plant-based because I'm checking to see how it is health-wise, but I have nothing against eating cow. I have nothing against eating pork. I have nothing against the pork industry or the cow industry or any of that. So, so, and, gotcha. and, and, and it, and it even came down to, and what it came down to was studying honey. Like is honey a plant-based nut? Well, vegans don't eat honey because there's a certain, uh, uh, feeling about how bees are treated. Oh, and I went, really? Well, I, I kind of, I don't really agree with that. I think bees are, are bees and, and, and they they make honey and we've cultivated them and they're good for plants. And there's this whole industry around the necessity of having bees. Well, and so, I'll probably catch a lot of hate mail or something, but I mean, that goes back to, I'm not going to drive a car because I keep hitting bugs on my windshield. Right. Exactly. And, and here's where the hypocrisy comes in. And this is, again, where our, our modern Jeepers understand that we jump all over the place. And, and you'll get used to this, Jesse. Um, <laughs> here's where the hypocrisy comes in. So you eat vegetables. I'm, I grew up, you know, I lived in California all my life. All my life, I've heard about the plight of the farmer and the plight of the farm worker. So unless the plight of the farm worker is solved, and unless you're growing your own vegetables and eating your own vegetables, and it can guarantee me that some underpaid worker is not uh, being being exploited by the the creation and the handling of your vegetables, then you're a hypocrite. If you call yourself a vegan, you're a hypocrite. And well, I and I'll get the I'm, I'm going to hate me on this, but I and and let's go even further because a lot of foods like say coconut oil and all these coconut based stuff and bananas, vegans are big into bananas, are not coming from. United States. They're coming from right. South America, Chique, uh, right. from Chile and those areas. They have amazing California-like in, uh, um, uh, 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 weather, and they can get those. So they get them up here. And I guarantee you that the exploitation of the farm worker is just as bad down there as the exploitation of the worker bee. So that's my soapbox. 
I'm going to have fun for the next two months as a as eating a plant-based <laughs> diet and, and testing, yeah. doing some blood testing along the way. But I am not going to, I will not, am not going to use the term vegan because. Well, you know, I think, um, I think Burt King is, is probably not going to be on my high priority list to start eating, um, you know, the, 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 impossible the impossible, impossible Whopper. Burger. Yeah. <laughs> but wow. I mean, I get it. For, for health reasons, when people make those kind of changes and those decisions with their diets, if they make them feel better, then more power to them. Well, and that's the thing. I'm doing it for health reasons. I'm doing it as a test. And I, and I will do, and, I, and it's a serious test. I'm taking blood tests to see if certain markers come down. But I did, I will have to say, and people can see on my Facebook, I had a Beyond Burger uh, this last weekend over at, uh, at Carl's Jr. Now, one wow. of my favorite burgers of all time and it's just one that I literally built one of my companies off of because I would have it every night, late at night as I'm trying to work, was the double Western bacon cheeseburger from Carl's Jr. Okay. Okay. I, I, I've always loved that. They have a Beyond Bacon or Beyond, I shouldn't say Beyond Bacon, but a Beyond Barbecue Burger. So it was almost everything except the bacon. And it was to die for. It was great. I love the really? fact that here I was as a quote unquote vegetarian eating this burger at Carl's Jr. with barbecue sauce, onion rings, a beyond plant-based burger, which doesn't have any soy in it, which is a lot of people get upset about. It has no soy and a couple buns. And I was just eating it up and had some fries. And I was, I was still able to be following my, my, my dietary restrictions. So interesting. Yeah, and then I I followed that up with having a Beyond sausage uh, burrito from them this morning. <laughs> well, they show had plant based bacon, so maybe they'll. Yeah, that's the next step, right? <laughs> right. Now, when I was a kid, when I was a kid, I I I was like nine years old. My dad decided they'd go vegetarian. We're talking about seventy eight, seventy nine, and it was nasty. Vegetarian bacon in nineteen seventy nine. Uh-uh. Yeah, no. like eating, yeah, <laughs> like eating paper. <laughs> All right. So enough of that, that diversion, but I had, you mentioned Jason, Jason inspired me uh, and you know, more power to him. It'd be awesome to see him uh, dominate again this year, but uh, there's going to be a lot of competition out there. There's some great racers and, and many from Northern California, this area that we just absolutely uh, uh, love and, uh, and are huge fans of. Very true. I, I think it's amazing that people have, that this has become a race where people really have built single purpose cars. And this may be the only race that they race in the series, um, but they build specifically for this event. And I got to hand it to, again, to Dave and his team and JT Taylor and all those guys, that course and, and that area, it's pretty tough. When you bring in guys that have been racing their their whole lives and a car they can't hold a car together uh that's that says something about the difficulty of johnson valley and and this king of the hammers race but what isn't i can't remember what dave's actual motto is but isn't it the toughest one day off-road race or something it's a, it's the toughest race in the world and dave actually gets happy when there's only like five finishers Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> when he has thirty finishers, he goes, "Oh man, I'll still remember." People complained about the very first thirty uh, forty five hundred class race um, it, that he did years and years ago, and yeah, I because that. it was too easy. Yeah. And so they did it the next year, and we had like five finishers. You know, it's right. like it, people it, were it, like, "Yep." It, 
Yeah. And so when people complain about to Dave about how hard it is, he just makes it harder. And, uh, but you're right. He has an awesome team. Um, You know, JT has just done a phenomenal job. Uh, New people over there, new president of the organization. Um, You know, it's going to be, it's going to be amazing. You know, it's from a business standpoint, I've got things to focus on here. Um, at, at Metal Cloak with Cargo Master and everything else. There's going to be a new website launching uh, in the next 24, 48 hours. We've, we've taken their current site and just in a matter of a week, redesigned it and had and ready to launch it. Uh, we're just waiting for a couple of technical issues with the URLs and stuff and transferring of all that, um, making it easier to understand those. So we're working on that. Um, well, for, but, our, for our listeners out there, I've got an inside look at that website and it's a lot different than what Cargo Master Safari had up there with when when they were running the show, and it, it's it's far better. It's way simpler. You can you can actually move around it pretty well. So I'm looking forward to that. Awesome, I appreciate that that, um, and the with that. But I still envy you being able to go out there and just be a part of it because it is a lot of fun. Um, it, you know, surely from the standpoint of just wanting to go out and just have a a blast of a time and, and, um, you you went out last year, right, Jesse? Yes, I did. So um, that was, that was your, was that your first year out there? (laughs) Yes. This has always been a dream of mine to, to go out there and I finally got a chance to, and I was certainly in awe of everything and it's, you know, that's my top priority list that I have where I want to race at. So I I was supposed to co-drive this year, but um, some things fell apart with um, the team that I was going to be on with health issues. It was, it's pretty bad. Um, mm. So I won't be co-driving, um, but there are other opportunities next year for me to drive, I hope, I, in the works. So yeah, this will be my second year. And this time I actually get to go uh, behind the fence, <laughs> so to speak, because <laughs> I'll have a media badge. Yeah, awesome. I had some good friends make fun of me. Oh, you're going to be behind the fence now. Uh-oh. That's yeah, awesome. It'll be fun. Well, the modernjeeper.com uh, is going to be better for it because we're going to get some great stuff and great photos from you, great stuff from Corey. Uh, I'm Absolutely. just looking forward what sort of I gotta, uh, go ahead go ahead i gotta throw i gotta throw this out there that um you know for our, our listeners out there we're trying to do a better job with instagram and this is across all all of our brands whether it's the metal cloak instagram page the modern jeeper instagram page the cti tour instagram page even my own cory.osborne uh jesse greenland's instagram page we're really trying to hit social media differently uh, this year. So hopefully our listeners will go out and and please follow those pages, uh, like the Facebook pages, comment, share the posts, all of that stuff. It really does give us an idea uh, if we're doing the right things or not. So help us out. That's true. That's true. Yeah, absolutely. And it's it, we, we the feedback. We're going to throw stuff against the wall. We're going to do things like talk about my diet. And you either like that or you don't. <laughs> so, right. That's let, exactly let us, right. Let us know because it's just about having fun. And uh, and TikTok, you guys were talking a little about TikTok. And it's, you know, it's been around for a little while, but I haven't even used it. It's kind of like this, this the, the younger pre-millennials seem to be using it a lot. But uh, is there any plans to do anything on TikTok? I'm going to try. <laughs> I need to start up a page. Um, it's just learning all the little 
tips and tricks. It's pretty, it can be pretty fun, and they're just quick videos, and I'm hoping to get that going as well. Yeah, it, it'll be really fun. Well, very cool. Looking forward to the fun of it. Well, you know, I, I know you guys got a lot to do, uh, get ready for your road trip and stuff, but uh, we're, we're excited. I know the modern Jeepers community is like uh, excited to see what comes out of the next week, uh, KOH. So we're going to be monitoring it here at Metal Cloak and see what you guys bring out and looking forward to some future uh, episodes with, uh, with some of the interviews you guys are able to capture with, with the racers out there. Definitely. Definitely. No, it's going to be a, it's going to be busy. I mean, you know, it, King of the Hammers is such an interesting week because of the weather. And typically you look at the weather forecast and you think, man, this is going to be great. And it always changes. And I don't think that I've been a part of the shootout, which is their, their, you know, high dollar. They'll bring rock bouncers out for who can climb to the top of this hill, kind of a bounty hill challenge. I don't think I've been out there in, I don't know, the last seven or eight years where it's not been, 20 mile an hour winds and 20 degrees. So, <laughs> and every year I think, you know what, next year I'm probably going to take a break and I'm probably not going to come out. And then here we are back again each mm. year. So and you're even there longer this time going up and, and supporting our buddy yeah. Levi and that'll yeah. be great. <laughs> yeah. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. Hopefully the weather, hopefully the weather holds out. I'm really kind of in need of some some sunshine and and some light winds i know it's been windy out there so far this week from from the pictures we've seen that have been posted on social media um i've heard 20 miles an hour but it's supposed to get lighter as the week goes forward but it's not going to get much warmer so we'll see we'll see all i know is as a racer i hope it's windy on race day because that right. helps a lot clears, clears that dust you clears bet. that dust because there's nothing worse than eating the dust of the guy right in front of you yeah yuck yeah not be able to see as you go up the hill and the rocks and stuff so so uh yeah it's cool all right well guys uh yeah like i said you know you have a lot to do so it's it's i really appreciate you taking the time to to call in and do this another episode and we'll get this all up and going and and just for all of our listeners stay tuned um i don't know what you have planned for for koh uh episode but we're definitely gonna have something next week live directly from king of the hammers yes Yes, we will definitely have a live uh, uh, podcast from there. And uh, remember, you can stream everything live through uh, KOH Ultra4.com's pages. So, and the live coverage is phenomenal. It's almost better than being there. Yeah, they do a good job. Yeah, so it's if you're doing it, make sure you do that because we've got the. This will be the second year of the 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 um, trophy trucks too, right? Yes. Yep. Wow, I'm looking forward to that. That's that was that was quite a, a thing the first year. Um, but yeah, anyway, lots going on. Great things for all Jeepers, and uh, thank you to all of our friends out there. Anything else you guys want to add before we sign off? No, I think we're good. And and thanks for our listeners for hanging in there with us. And um, yeah, we uh, hope to give you some good uh, perspectives from this next week of of racing. Fantastic. Yeah, stay tuned. Hopefully we'll get some live in something. Um, it's the internet out there is pretty, pretty spotty. <laughs> yeah. Pretty spotty. Yeah. It's that media tent, you know, it's like we did. We did. We were guys were, we were pretty lucky that our third episode of the year, uh, we were able to get a decent recording and, and do that. But um, last year, so 
Thanks again. Hey, for all of our modern Jeepers, thank you for listening. Um, we, you can follow us at see at uh, Corey at medicalclick.com. You can contact him, uh, Jesse at medicalclick.com. You can contact Jesse. Um, you can reach out to me, Matt's at medicalclick.com. Uh, modern Jeeper on our, on our website, uh, the modern Jeeper Facebook page, modern Jeeper forum, modern Jeeper adventures for all the events and stuff we're doing and all that other good stuff. So anything else before we sign off my friends? No, I think we're good. Okay, well, on behalf of Mr. Modern Jeeper, Corey Osborne, and rock star girl, Jesse Greenland, and myself, Matson and Metal Cloak, we will see you on the rocks. Cheers. Bye. This podcast will self-destruct in five, four, three, two, one.